Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and I have another special guest here with us today. Her name is Gabe Cox, and she is a faith-based author, podcaster, coach, and the founder of Red Hot Mindset. She helps faith-filled women use their passions to enhance their productivity and spiritual growth so they can go after their God-given goals. As an avid runner, she uses that interest to explore ideas around clarity goal setting, strategic planning, simplicity, and faith. Her mission is to help women realize their gifts, hone their skills, and get crystal clear on their calling. I love, love, love that she is going to be on here sharing all of these things that you're used to hearing about here in this space. So Gabe, welcome. Thank you for being on here. Is there anything else that you would like to add to this powerhouse of a bio? Sure. Well, Sasha, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be able to chat with you. I was looking forward to it because we do have similar messages and I love, love, love hearing how God is working in others' lives as well. So, um, you know, I'm from, I'm from Minnesota originally. It'll be about two years when this podcast airs that we have been in Colorado. So a little bit more temperate and loving being in the mountains in the warmer weather, but I have three boys, uh, 14, 12 and eight. Um, and I've been married for 15 years, love running and writing and just doing what I feel like God is calling me to do. And so, um, that has been a season of motherhood. And it's also been a season of understanding that I still have my giftings that he's given me. And I need to be willing to do that alongside motherhood. Amen. Amen. I completely agree. So you shared in your, um, little application thing that we do that you were coming out of the diapering stage and asked yourself a question and kind of how it brought you on this journey to be where you are today. And I would love to hear more of that because diapering stage over here still going on. (laughs) And I know you have like teenage boys. I'm a boy mom too. So I would just love to hear you share that part of your story um, with the listeners. Cause I think a lot of them here might still have little ones, um, very little ones in the home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll give you some encouragement that this too shall pass, (laughs) you know, every season does, but I'm going to tell you my, I have a 14 year old, I have a freshman and it's um, we're almost halfway through the year. Actually, now by now it's already done, and time just goes so quickly. So cherish the season you're in, because mm-hmm. now I look back and go, I have no more babies. I don't have anyone who wants to cuddle because boys don't want to cuddle at a certain point. Like 
they're still mommy's boys, but, but yeah, when I was honestly, let me be honest with you. I never wanted to get married and I never wanted to have kids. So that was just me. I was very independent going to go do my own thing. I was in broadcast journalism and all the things. So uh, God called me to marriage pretty early on. I found out about, um, you know, I got married right outside of college and I was like, what? no, I was content to being single and all these things. And within a year, I found out we were having our first kid and I was like, what? Okay. But it's so cool how God changes your heart in every season, because as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was so excited and I was like, okay, I'm called to motherhood and I'm going to love this. But, um, you know, motherhood st stages are hard in every stage. It's different and it's all hard and good and rewarding because we learn so much. Uh, but when I was in the diapering stage, I would say I wasn't a big fan of the baby stage because I like when they're independent. Now I love having conversations with my boys and, and just seeing the independence that they have and the giftings coming out and all the things, but it feels lonely in that stage. Even when you're surrounded by people, you can just feel really alone. And, um, and I kind of lost myself in a way I lost who I was and who God called me to be. But now I don't, I want to preface this saying, I don't ever take being a mom for granted because I think that was the greatest mission that God ever gave me. So not saying that, but at the same time, I thought I have to sacrifice everything for my kids to be a mom. I can't have my own dreams. I can't have my own interests. I can't do these things because I have to be the best mom that I can be. And as I was moving out of the diapering stage, I was pretty much asking myself, what's next? Like these kids are a little bit more independent. They don't need me like they needed me to feed them and clothe them and buckle them into their seats in the car and all the things. And so I started feeling like a little lost because I go, what am I going to do with this um, extra time, which really isn't that much extra time or anything, but what am I going to do? And I, what I've really realized, because what I did is I said, well, I love running. So what if I make a goal out of running and see what I can do with it? And for a while, I felt like that was such a selfish thing. Like I can't do something for me that I'm taking away from everybody else. If it, it, you may, you feel so guilty, all that mom guilt, <laughs> we all have mom guilt and we have it all the time, no matter what season you're in, it's just different. It looks different in each season, but I decided I was going to do something for me but still be a good enough mom and be a good mom. And what I realized as I said, okay, what's next? I'm going to have this running goal. And I did it and I hit it. I wanted to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which is one of the most elite races for everyday runners. Um, it's a hard goal for most people. And so not very many runners end up hitting. And so when I hit it, what I realized and what God essentially was like, your kids need to see you win. Your kids need to see you go after goals because how else are they going to learn to do it? And so he pretty much was saying, you need to be their best example. And if you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone, if you're not willing to take risks, you're not willing to use the gifts I gave you, then why would you, why, why would you make them do it? You know, you have to, you have to walk it first. And um, I thought that was a really important revelation that he gave me to say, you can have your interests and you can have your goals and you can be a good mom too. You don't have to pick. Amen. <laughs> I fully agree with everything that you said. And I love first congratulations on, 
on doing that. Did you, you qualified for the Boston marathon? I did. Yeah. I qualified back in 2015 and I ran 2016 and this past year. So 2021 was another victory run for another, another story, another day. <laughs> wow. Incredible. I'm doing like a little round of applause over here. That's great. I just ran my third ever mile in less than 10 minutes yesterday, not yesterday, the day before <laughs> I am like running is not my thing. I would, I would basically do anything else. Typically if I'm running, I'm being chased by a bear or something, which has never actually happened, but, <laughs> um, I'm proud of that, but dang Boston marathon. That's huge. So congratulations. Like that's incredible. I love that you had talked about like, for one, thank you for being vulnerable and transparent and like straightforward with us that you did not want to get married and you did not want motherhood. Right. But God changes hearts. And, and you knew like when you were called that, when you found out you were pregnant, that you were called to motherhood and that that was like the greatest calling and mission on your life. And you took it very seriously to do it well. And I love that. And I want to honor you for that as well. And you had pointed out that like, there's learning in each stage. Like motherhood is difficult, but there's learning in each stage. And I just see motherhood. It's part of our sanctification process. Like our children teach us so much about ourselves, about life, about God, about dependence on him and, and seeking him daily. So, um, I hear you there fully. Um, and then a couple other things that you had touched on your running goal. Like you have this idea that I believe so many of us moms do like that's selfish. I can't do that for me. And I do feel like I see a lot of moms that I don't feel like I see. I know I see a lot of moms who are like, Nope, I'm a mom. This is my only thing. And I just, I, I like to caution women against that very early on. And I've had tons of empty nesters who are like, thank you for doing this. Because I believe even in that diapering stage, we can do exactly what you said, be that example to our kids, be obedient, follow our gifts, um, step out of our comfort zone to do hard things and show them that it's possible and be that example to them. But so many moms don't do that. Even, even in the stage you're in now, it's like, I stay at home. I take care of the house and I homeschool my kids and I'm there for their every beck and call and need. And then their kids leave the home and then they don't know who they are. They don't have any hobbies or interests. They've honestly fallen out of relationship with the Lord and their spouse because their face is just so fully turned towards their children and only their children. And I don't believe that that is what God asks us to do. And, and I don't know that that's really the example that we should be setting for our children. And I say this, especially our daughters, because I've had this conversation with my dear friend, she's 50 something, several kids, some have grown up and become mothers of their own. And she said back to her mom, now that she's a mom, thank you so much for, for doing what you're doing now and taking care of yourself for her younger siblings that are like not even 10 yet, because she recalls when she was growing up her mom didn't have self-care. Her mom didn't take care of herself. She was in poor health. She was just pouring into her family and sacrificing herself over and over and over again for her family. And she said, she's thankful that she's able to see the example in her mom now with her younger siblings, because she's a mom to a little one. And, and she was like, I was coming into motherhood. Didn't know like how, where that balance lied 
of whether I should be taking care of myself or my kids or like pouring it all out or like where, where's the fine line of kind of like the self-care idea and doing something for myself without feeling guilty while still or pursuing my goals. And I think it can be yes. And and a both, which I think you are in an alignment with there. So one of the things we wanted to talk about today was the idea of balance and doing both. And so do you want to take it away and, and share about that? Yeah. And one thing I was thinking as you were talking is one of the issues that I had in my seasons, I still kind of have this issue a little bit, but I've simplified my life a lot, but I used to think I had to be everything for everyone. And I had to do every role that came my way, every opportunity that the doors opened, it, I needed to fulfill it because I could. And what I learned is I was actually sacrificing my family, my husband for all these things that I thought I was supposed to do because I was good at them. And God said, no, I called you to this. And sometimes that means I called you to motherhood at this point in this season, right? And um, so I started eliminating a all these different roles that were bogging me down and I didn't have balance. That's one thing I definitely didn't have. And when I think of balance now, I think of balance as peace. Do I have peace in my life right now? Am I present wherever I am? And so for me, if I'm working, I'm going to be present working because then I'm going to be way more productive. I'm going to focus and get it done. When I'm with my family, I want to be present with my family. I want quality time. I want conversation. I want to have some fun and laugh and have memories. And it's for me, balance is, am I present where I am? And what does my schedule look like? If I'm, am I overdoing it? And sometimes I look at my season, I'm like, well, I always said my kids would only have one sport at a time, <laughs> which they do. However, my older two are competitive gymnasts and they're in the gym 25 hours a week. Oh. And yeah, so they do two practices a day and practice on Saturday. And so I'm driving all over the place. I've become a glorified Uber, which is super fun, but I've learned to <laughs> listen to podcasts while I drive and have prayer time. And I do, I try and be productive while I'm doing these things because um, it's hours of my, my time. But so they all only do one thing, but because of the one thing being a big commitment, it becomes an overwhelming thing. And so we can easily slip out of balance. And so a lot of times when I think of balance, I don't think of it as work life has to be even with family time and it needs to be even with your leisure time. And it needs to be even with all the things going on in your life. No balance is you seeing what season you're in. And so a lot of your listeners are with young kids right now. And that season means balance might be, you actually have to spend a lot more time with your kids. You're investing a lot of time in motherhood and maybe not working as much. But then there might be a season where balance means you actually have to work a little bit more and maybe um, you have a little bit less family time, but that's okay because it does even out as long as you're present in the moment and knowing that each season is different and each with each season, you have to look at it and go, all right, what, what do I have balance? Which essentially says, do I have peace and do I have presence? Amen. <laughs> I, my word of the year last year, was it last year? Yeah. 2021. My goodness. I keep thinking it's still 2021. And I'm like, no, it's 2022. 2021 was Shalom. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the Hebrew word for peace, but Shalom is like, it's so much more than peace. It's a wholeness. Like there's not a crack in the wall. My word of the year for 2020 was fulfilled and fulfillment. And to me, it was like, I want to be fulfilled, not just succeeding in one area of life, but, but all areas of life, multiple areas of life, it's a wholeness. And so my husband, he's the one that says it's like Shalom. (laughs) And so then funny enough, it did change. My word of the year changed, but it was Shalom in 2021. And it was, I would just ask myself constantly, is this bringing peace to my life or not? Is this bringing peace or is this bringing chaos? And if it wasn't peace, I would ask myself and the Lord, why, like, what does that mean? And where do I go from here? What do I do with this? And I love that you had kind of brought up just the, the idea that I hold fast to and that good things are not always God things. You know, you're like, I was doing all of these things, everything for everyone, because this is what I was quote supposed to do, right. Doing these air quotes now, um, because I was good at it and whatever else. And it's what I thought people needed of me, but then you realized, and when you sit down and do, which I know you help your clients do just like I do is sit down and really look at what things in your life are actually distractions. They're good things, but they are not the things that God is calling you to in this season. And so definitely being mindful of whatever season you're in, whether it's still the diapering stage, whether you're, you're diapering multiple kids at home or just coming out of that season or, or in homeschooling with lots of competitive gymnasts in your home, you know, what kind of different things do you have going on in your life right now? And I think it's so important to, like you said, look at your schedule and look at your calendar and what is actually on there and what is actually happening. And am I making peace in my life for myself, but also making peace for my family. And I think that's super, super important in bringing up this idea of balance. Like everything's not going to be the same. And, um, like I help a lot of people, I think maybe similar to you too, that when you're going after those God-given goals and, and clarifying that calling that he's put on your life, sometimes it is outside of your family or in addition to your family and being able to pursue those things whilst taking care of your family and your home and your relationship with God and your spouse sometimes some things are going to take a little bit of a backseat. They're going to go on the back burner and just stay warm and not be hot, red hot. Right. And, um, and sometimes that season looks like, you know, asking your husband to change a couple diapers a day or, you know, do something for the family or for the home so that you can have that little bit of extra time to do what God's calling you to do in the marketplace or in business or sharing your heart in a podcast or, you know, giving a testimony to a friend or, or whatever it looks like in your life. And so I love that you brought that up because I I was thinking this, there's this meme that's gone around in terms of, um, equality versus equity. And we talked about this before we hit record, but it's a picture of, you know, these two guys, or maybe it's even three guys and, and equality or like balance to me, when I think of it is everyone gets the same, like you were talking about, it doesn't mean everybody's, you know, everything on your schedule needs to look like equal allotments, but these men, one of them's very short, one of them's very tall. And they were each given three boxes to stand on, to see over the fence. And the short guy with three boxes still can't see over the fence, but the tall guy with three boxes can like his knees could see over the fence because he's so tall. And so instead that tall guy 
maybe giving one or two of his boxes to the short guy. Now they're both able to see over the fence. And I think of that in our schedule too. relevant to the season that we're in is that sometimes some things are going to have a few more of those time blocks on your calendar than others, but it's more, I like the word harmony or like symphony because it's like a dance, right? Our hormones as women, they do this dance. It's not always the same you know, every month, hopefully month after month, it's the same, but throughout the month, things ebb and flow and our temperature adjusts. And, and I think our schedules are the same. And I've even heard of people doing cycle syncing where they sync their calendars and schedules too. um, what's going on with their, with their body chemistry and symphony. So I don't know. I think that's really great though. Um, what you're talking about. So any tips, anything God is showing you in this season of of busyness and what you have going on and, um, and keeping things simple and focused on peace amongst this chaos has been a common theme here on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I, a couple things actually. And as we were talking, I was thinking about, uh, for those drivers out there, if you're an achiever, you, your mindset is I'm gotta be all in, I gotta be a hundred percent at whatever I'm doing. And I used to think that with even goals, I was like, well, if I can't be all in, then I'm not going to go after that. You know, if it's not, if I can't do it tomorrow, I'm not going to do it. Well, especially as a mom, that's just not possible. You can't go all in on that and sacrifice your family. Like your family comes first, really uh, in alignment, God comes first, then family, then whatever else you're doing. Right. And Mm -hmm. so Um, There still has to be that alignment and that balance, but just because you can't go all in, in the season that you're in, doesn't mean you shouldn't go after something. It doesn't mean that if if you have a stirring in your heart, there's a reason there's a stirring because God has called us to this mission field. Like as long as we're here, we have a purpose and he wants us, he wants to use us. And it's scary. It's, you know, sometimes you're like, Oh, I don't want to do this. It's you know, out of my comfort zone. I don't want to add the extra time. I don't want to add it to my calendar, but when God calls us and he says, go, we go, but it just looks different sometimes because I, what I realized is I didn't have to be, I don't have to be all in, meaning I focus all my time on this, all my energy, because sometimes there are people who teach that, like, you have to be thinking about it all the time. You have to write it down and put it in front of you and only think about that one thing. Now I do think there's value in writing it down and posting it. Mm. However, if you're focusing all your energy on that, that becomes an idol. So it's no longer healthy anyway, but think about it this way. If you take care of yourself in whatever capacity that means for you, um, self-care is kind of a, sometimes a woofoo word these days too, <laughs> but if you take care of yourself, meaning you're, you're doing, you're, you're making yourself healthy. You're continuing to be healthy, whether that's working out. Um, maybe you do like going out with friends for coffee or whatever it is that lights you up and fills your soul. That's important because the more filled you are, the more you have to give. And actually like when I, my, my boys always laugh at me because when I get crabby, usually it'll be like, have you gone on a run in a few days? (laughs) And because that's what fuels me, it gives me the energy I need. It's actually time alone with the Lord sometimes too. And so it makes me happy. It gives me that joy and it gets me ready to be all to everybody when I need to be. And, um, but anyway, so I just wanted to give that encouragement that you don't have to be all in. You can do five 
minutes a day. You can do a half hour a day, whatever it is that you have, but just make sure that you do take that time and you are still with the Lord and going, what is it that you want me to do? What desires did you give me? What interest did you give me and why? And really contemplate that. Um, and when it comes to the busy season, this year, my word is simply, and we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, Sasha, that I was like, I get this word. I'm never going to do this word, any, these words again, because every time I come up with a word, God tests me in this. And he's testing me again, because this first quarter is super busy. And I've learned, I've simplified everything that I can. I simplify my schedule and, um, but it, it just feels busy because we've had out of town meets for gymnastics. Um, I'm in a, a program, a class that I'm taking that's pretty intensive. My work schedule has been quite a bit bigger of a load than normal. And I'm still running my own business and trying to keep the house clean and do all these things. Now I will give you a tip. Here's a tip. As soon as your kids are old enough, give them a chore to do, like Amen. give them a responsibility because I'm telling you, I vacuum upstairs and I make sure the kitchen's clean. And that's all I do for the most part. I mean, we do some deep cleaning here and there, but my kids have responsibilities and um, they do it willingly, you know, and, and they don't get paid for it. They just know they're a part of the family and they need to help. That is one way to help simplify and to keep that balance because um, I don't ever want them to, to feel entitled either that they don't have to do these things. They need to learn these responsibilities so they can go do it when they're, they're gone. But when it comes to simply, <laughs> I was, I, I have this question that came to me in December. I wasn't planning on doing a word, but God was saying, I want you to learn how to do things simply. And so the question that I ask now, as I um, decide to take on a role or um, when I'm even, when I'm doing my work, okay, so how can I do blank simply? So how can I get this project done simply? Not rushing not, you know, I still want it done to the best of my ability, but how can I do it more simply? How can I, uh, you know, take the boys to the, my, their activities and do it simply without the stress, you know, to keep that peace and to keep that balance. And I've really been encouraged by that because even in this busy season, like I said, every season's different and this season ended up being busier than I wanted. But I have also realized once I get through this, once I get through the class I'm taking, and once I, we get through this busy meet season, um, it's actually going to help uh, come the next quarter to simplify things even more. It's going to simplify my business a little bit, and it's going to simplify my workload as I get my systems in order and as I, as I find, figure out how to balance those things. And so asking that question, how can I do it more simply? Yeah, that's great. And I, I hear too. And like, once the season is over, this season is preparing you for the next season. So it might get busy. It might get whatever else, but what you're doing and learning and implementing now is going to help so greatly in that. I love that you talked about alignment, right? Cause you talked about right alignment where it's God and then family and then your other things. And so when I think about this, I also think about what we talked about earlier when you were talking about equal portions of your schedule going to, to everything in this idea of balance. I think it's important to sit down and write down what is your alignment for all the different areas of life that you have going on? What is the proper order that you would have established for your family time, for taking care of your home, for taking care of your business, for taking care of yourself and your health? And 
and writing down what they actually look like now, but then writing down what you would rather have them look like. And I remember doing this last summer, the summers always tend to be really busy seasons for us with Airbnb and tourist season here in Alaska. The Airbnb is always like really towards the top of my list because I'm constantly in messaging. I was cleaning our own Airbnb at the time, trying to find a cleaner, just doing so much. And that's not the alignment that I wanted. I wanted more time for my family and health and getting outside and taking care of the home that we lived in and my business and, and time with God. And it just, it, that was not the alignment. So I had to sit down and say, okay, what's actually happening now? And what would I rather see? And that's one of the things that, that came up for me when you were speaking to that right now is like, what are we sacrificing for something else? And we don't have to be 100%. And I joined this really intensive program that I'm in right now as well. And I found myself trying to do the family time, trying to do the God time, trying to do all the things while I'm giving this program 100%. And I don't have 700% inside of me to do all the things. And so just realizing what I was really sacrificing in my life was sleep, but you can't do that. And you can't do that consistently without finding yourself in a state of burnout and all these other things, not taking care of, of yourself. And so that was me as I was, I wouldn't say idolizing anything necessarily, but I found myself that I was staying up too late working on certain things and then also getting up way too early, but I was getting up early and going straight into these training sessions and these workshops and all this other stuff that I was missing out on my quiet time with God. And so I had to, to realign that and rein it in because at that point it was becoming an idol when I'm jumping out of bed and going straight for that and not having my time with God. Um, another thing that you had touched on was kind of this idea. Like I, I, I phrase it as never pray for patience. I don't know if you've heard that phrase, but like when you, when you pray for patience, God is going to bring about things in your life that are going to teach you patience and cause you to exercise a great level of patience. And so I hear that in your word of the year and simplicity, and then looking at what's going on now. And I had the same thing a couple of weeks ago, I was almost having this, like, it was just really poor mindset one evening. And I was like lamenting to my husband over my calendar because I was looking at it in a certain way. And my husband's like, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is this, you're at a state now where you have everything that you've been praying for and everything that you've been working for your word of the year is abundance and your calendar is abundant. And I was reminded that I talk about full, but fulfilling days. And I talk about a schedule filled with purpose and that's the exact point that I was at, but my mindset was wrong. And I was letting the enemy get to me and telling me that it was a bad thing that I was like, not going to be able to sleep in three days a week or five days a week or whatever, you know? And, and I was, I was just looking at it from the wrong perspective. And so I was grateful for all the coaching that I've been in and been doing that my husband's picked up on because he took the opportunity to help coach me through that. And so I agree. My word of the year is abundance. And that's what God has been showing me in so many different areas. He has been bringing about abundance in my life. And so just reminding myself that, that, yeah, my schedule is abundantly full, but it is, it is filled with all kinds of things that are fulfilling. I am having time in the gym. I am having time with him. I'm having time with my spouse, with my family, working on my business podcasts, all these other things. So it's really it's actually a really good thing. And then the last thing that you touched on that I wanted to talk about was chores. My son is only two and a half. 
and he has chores. <laughs> His responsibility is when he's done playing with a toy, he needs to clean it up and put it back in the toy room before we're going to do a different toy. And he's already in the habit of that. Like sometimes I don't even have to tell him he knows he needs to pick up all of his Legos, take him back to the toy room before I'm going to let him play with Play-Doh. Like, and he starts cleaning up all on his own. Sometimes another chore that he has is when he's finished eating, he needs to throw the trash in the trash and put his plate and fork and cup and whatever in the sink. And so even, even at a very young age, like our kids can do chores. Whenever we transfer the laundry, he loves helping and wants to go down there and put the stuff from the washer to the dryer. And so just allowing him to, um, to have that, that independence and autonomy over taking care of himself and his, his surroundings, his home. And so I love that you brought that up because they don't get an allowance. Like, no, you need to learn how to be a good steward of your home and of your surrounding of your environment, because that's part of what we do in life and, and how we become good adults, because nobody's paying me to clean my house. You know, nobody's paying me to do the dishes or my laundry. So props to you. I love that you brought that up and gave that tip as well to, to delegate things to your family. I see so many moms who don't do that. And in terms of their own healthy eating, they've got to cook different meals for their kids. And I'm like, your kids are eight and 10. Like they can cook their own meals if they don't want to eat the chicken and vegetables that you've made for dinner. But, um, I'll stop, I'll stop harping on that one, but it's very important to me that we're, that we're, um, setting our families up for success, especially our kids and not just being that example, but equipping them. So Gabe, any final thoughts that you'd like to leave with the audience or any tips? Uh, you know, I think tip wise, embrace the season you're in, hmm. embrace where you're at. Um, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. We need to grow, right? And we grow by getting that time with the Lord. So my biggest tip really is if you're feeling rushed, if you're feeling busy, if you're feeling unbalanced, look at where you're spending your time and see if you've given the Lord five minutes of your day. Mm. See if you've spent some time alone in prayer or in the word. If you haven't, my challenge for you is to start there and to give that five minutes of quiet so he can help balance you. And actually, here's a tip I got from one of my friends. Um, her name's Michelle. And I was talking about how busy I was and how my schedule was just kind of overwhelming. Because a lot of things I do, I like to plan out my week on Sundays. I have a weekly meeting with myself and I plan out what, what it looks like. And it looks crazy on the calendar, but then I only look at the one day. So I, I, I feel like you can tackle one day at a time and it's totally okay. But I was I was kind of complaining and she said, well, have you given that to God? Like, have you asked him to take control of your schedule? And I was like, I guess I didn't ever think about doing that, but I started doing it. And I really have seen a blessing through it because if it's on my schedule, most likely it's because I have to do it. Um, and we can do hard things, right? So even, even in our little day-to-day -day schedules, we can do hard things. We're called to do hard things, but we do hard things through his strength, not through our own. And so we need to ask him to come into our schedule and ask him to take over and take the wheel. So that's what I would, I would leave as encouragement for your listeners today. Incredible. That's so valuable. Asking God to take control of your schedule. I I'm taking that as well. As soon as we're off here, I'm praying for that. 
Um, so thank you so much, Gabe. I know, and you guys have heard, we have very similar God assignments and missions and goals here in life. Um, but we are very two different people, um, or very much two different people. So I want you to tell us, Gabe, where can people find you and connect and listen to more of what God puts on your heart to share? Absolutely. So I have a podcast called Red Hot Mindset, and you can find all the details and links on my website at redhotmindset.com. I have a fun Facebook group called Simplicity and Motherhood, and that's kind of where you can really engage with me. Love it. Well, I'm going to drop um, links for her social media connections, podcast website, all of that in the show notes. So you guys should just be able to click and go straight there. And then last question, Gabe, what does intentional abundance mean to you? I love this question. And when you were asking me about it in the beginning, I was like, Oh, I need to come up with something good, but honestly, intentional abundance means to me that I am in alignment with my assignment from God and that I'm doing my best each day for him. Like I'm not, I'm not seeking perfection. I'm seeking excellence in things I'm doing and intentional to me means that I am being purposeful in the things I'm doing, in the things I'm adding, in the work I'm doing and all that, and really finding that joy. Abundance to me means, I almost think abundance is like laughter and joy and um, really feeling that uh, blessing. And I feel like we are the most blessed when we are in the will of God and doing his purpose, which right now is a season of motherhood, but it's also a season of learning what are the giftings and where is he calling and um, just, just walking in step every day with what that is. I love it. Thank you so much because that is so different than what I've heard before, but it's just so good further developing this understanding of intentional abundance. And so thank you so much, Gabe. I love that you were on here. I love everything that you shared. You definitely gave some tips and inspiration and encouragement to me today. And I know our listeners as well. So thank you so much. And I hope you all have a very blessed day.